What's good, Josh? Your man DJ Playboy back with another episode of the Perfect Talk Podcast. Once again, once again, I'm in the building with my people, my dog, my right-hand man. This brother has four burner accounts just to, to <laughs> <laughs> holler at anybody trying to trying to this Perfect Talk Podcast. He out there. <laughs> the homeboy. Girl, scream like I'm Keith. What's good, brother? I'm good, man. Burner accounts on fleek. Oh, fleek. I'm feeling good out there, man. It's a beautiful morning. Don't blame Life it on wifey. Nice. Don't blame it on wifey. <laughs> <Word>. <laughs> What's good with you, man? Shout out Miss Perfect Talk. Ayo, hey, Niche. She's not in the building with us today, but we still going to hold it down for her as hey, yo, always. Niche, you know, got to make her proud. Oh, uh, man. What's, what's good with you, brother? Yeah, definitely Miss Niche. Me? But me? I'm good, man. Me and wifey uh, apartment shopping. I see. Looking to move out to Jersey. I seen some pictures, man. She looking looking tough. Jefferson's up in this bitch. <laughs> Moving on up. Not, not even... Quite Jefferson's is just different, you know what I'm saying? Jefferson's moved from the hood into the upper east side of New York, but we're moving from the hood to the hood in New Jersey. Like that's <laughs> like how we doing it. Hey, well, um, new hoods, new yeah. hood. Shit. I live in yeah. a, I live in an upstate yeah. hood, so trust me. It's like, <laughs> hood is hood. Yeah, we're looking at Jersey City. It's it's cool out there. They um I guess they starting to gentrify out there, so they are repurposing buildings and shit like that. Nice. Like using like old schools and warehouses and shit to put make apartments. Like how educated black folk trying to sneak in with the gentrification, like, hmm, <laughs> niggas was like, not yet, before, <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, I could, I could chill around here, this mommy in school. <laughs> yeah, man, yeah, the being a black gentrifier is really, is, is, it's really interesting, it's like, it's like, it, it's like you just mentioned like a high school reference, like, it's like being in high school and pl- being mad good at the trombone or something, mm-hmm. but you play, but you're okay at football. You know what I'm saying? So you you down with the nerds, but like your football homies, like you get mad props from them. They don't even acknowledge the fact that you played a trombone. So being a black gentrifier, you might come in with a little bit extra bread or whatever. Like you buy name brand toothpaste and shit like that. <laughs> but they don't know that when they see you outside on the weekends, like with your sweatpants and shit, when you're just going to buy like a loaf of bread. So, you know, they talk to you like, yeah, these motherfuckers moving in here. And I don't like these motherfuckers. <laughs> Little does he know. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm over there like, sir, please step away. I'm threatened right now. Keep like shit. I ain't bringing these shopping bags in until y'all go inside. <laughs> I want y'all to yeah. see where I shop at. Fuck that. Put my hand on my mace and shit like that. Nah, but <laughs> being, a, being a black gentrifier, it's some fun stuff, man. Because I did it in Harlem, so I guess we're going to do it again when go, we man. move. That's what's up. Ain't nothing wrong with that shit. You got to be comfortable where you stay at. You know what I mean? You can't be... Yo, matter of fact, shit, my man, bro, at work, uh, shit, I was seeing his car yesterday. He got a decent car, y'all. It's a Volkswagen, but you know when I'm souped up Fast and Furious, you know, motherfucking Joyce. Um, yeah, it's like one of the. Is it diesel or? It's not diesel, but it, it got the turbo. It got turbo in it and shit like. Oh, that. it's almost diesel. Okay, <laughs> but the shit like shit's a cool little hatchback if you into that or whatever. And somebody, I'm like looking at his car the other day. We like we took a drive to the store and I'm like, yo, what happened? Your shit got caught up in a hailstorm or something like that. And I'm thinking, I'm like, I don't think it shit. I don't remember no crazy shit going on around here. He's like, nah, somebody hit it. And I'm like, hit it? That don't look like no car. It's like up on the upper part of the door. And I'm like, I don't look like no car. What happened? A truck or something? He's like, nah, somebody hit it with a hammer. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> I said, what? I'm like, yo, you what you got enemies or something like that? You pissed the bitch off or something? And he's like, nah. <laughs> the neighborhood. Just haters. I'm like, wow. Damn. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> that's nuts, bro. I'm like, I was I'm like, I I want you to move. I don't even <laughs> you know, yeah, so some scary shit happening. Like, I want to move farther. I'm like, I want you to move farther, dog. You go before me, man. Like, damn. Yeah, man. <laughs> you just hate I always lay low. Huh? You gotta lay low. 
I said, I always lay low. Yeah, I mean, you can't. Maybe this car's a bit too nice. Niggas is just haters. People are just, just haters, though. Man. I've, I've learned that about life, too. Like, you kind of got to... I think I was talking to you before, just having like like uh, success guilt or survivor's remorse, you know what I mean, with certain things. But I can imagine people get that, you know what I'm saying? Like a, NBA players getting that money, you looking back on everybody like, damn, you know what I'm saying? I didn't even realize how bad we had it before. Now you just see how the other side is doing and stuff like that. So it, it uh people people tend to be haters when when when, when you when you get something going and then you feel it, you can feel that energy, you know what I mean? Well, all you could do is do you, but you ain't you ain't gonna do you. Yeah, so a lot of the, I mean, it doesn't happen anymore because I think people are a lot more savvy, but a lot everybody was trying to help their homies out when they, you know, when they came up. Mm-hmm. Look at MC Hammer and, and all of them, like, them late mid-90s, late-90s athletes who was losing money. Like, all of them were trying to help the homies, and they ended up hurting themselves. Yeah, man, you can't. You can't do good shit. You don't want to be on the next 30 for 30 broke. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that shit just it baffles people's minds. You can make that much money and just, but... People don't do the math, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you wasn't good with a little bit of money, how you gonna be good with a lot of money, you know what I'm saying? So, exactly. <laughs> gotta be smart about it. Can't You can't say the entire hood, but let's see what's going on, man. What's going on in these streets? Well, shit, you heard about your man Harvey Weinstein, right? He got the got the lockdown. It's been a while since we talked, so mad shit that happened, but Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Harvey Weinstein. And, and, so, it, I don't even get what happened. Like, uh, if I'm not mistaken, these these are two new allegations, or these were, like, included in the original allegations? I believe he's charged in New York with rape. So, uh-huh. honestly, I'm, I'm, I, have, I have a tough time, like, sorting out between, like, you know, there's public ac- accusations in the media, mm-hmm. but then there's the actual legal problems that he has. So, I think he, this may be, like, one charge of rape or something like that. Damn, bro. That's, that's, hey, Harvey Weinstein, I don't even want to include in the rest of the Me Too stuff, because he's, like, he was, oh, he's overboard, like, full-blown criminal, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like... Uh, well, let me ask you this. But so, do, do, is it should you not include him in the Me Too stuff, or should or should you not include smaller people from the Me Too stuff? You know what I'm saying? Like, like he's I, the, he's more like Darren Sharper to me. You know what I'm saying? For or y'all, right. uh, you know what I'm saying? That that ain't familiar with Darren Sharper. He's a former NFL player, but he's he was a serial rapist. You know what I'm saying? Across several states, and like that's more of that level. Like like what's the dude from the Today Show, Matt Matt Lauer? Um. Him is different because I don't know if you've seen the video where he like sexually harasses Meredith Vieira or whatever. He says so he's like she's bending over and he's like you keep bending over like that. I like the view, and I'm just like, bro, you know how many times I've been in the office atmosphere and I've heard like a dude say that to his female coworker and it all be shits and giggles. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he kind of might have just got caught up in like a cultural thing. But Harvey Weinstein, that's that is a criminal. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's a serial criminal right there. That brother is. Just like how you just keep doing the same thing. There's a there's a I, I all I could do is SMH to Harvey Weinstein and, and uh. Well, he he raped multiple people. He, well, daddy's a rape allegations, but some of the stuff he's talking, about, even like hire like chicks that work for you or or trying to you know work for your company in, in in like an actress role, you using that power to get them to your hotel room and then you just popping out naked. You know what I'm saying? Like you just putting them in awkward situations. That's that's just as bad. You know what I mean? To me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, cause, cause they, it's that level of confusion. You know what I mean? You ever, I, I haven't had too many jobs in life that I like that much, <laughs> but I could, but just imagine you got your dream job and now it could be fucked up cause your boss want to be a dickhead. You know what I'm saying? Like your boss want to be on some, yeah, man. some next shit. So it's just like, I, I can, I feel for those women in those situations. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
I was listening to an interview with Juliana Margulies. That's um the lady from The Good Wife. Oh, okay, I know you're talking about. She yeah, played yeah. that nurse on ER. ER yeah, 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 so she um I heard in, in the interview she said early in her career, I think um Steven Seagal tried to try to catch her up on some shit, like invited her to the room. So she went because a young a young lady at that age is just trying to break it in. So like the director or the producer of the movie invites you, you're like yeah, I'll see what they got to talk about. Then she realized she's kind of funny with it, so. You know, she she bounced and shit like that, but um, yeah, but but just to say that it's crazy that so many people have these kinds of stories where they're just trying to get up, get up in the in their career a little bit, but you know, there's some wild dudes in their way. And and, and I, I like this because this is a safe space. You know what I'm saying? I think we could say certain things here and uh, <laughs> not be necessarily judged, and then you could just edit it out if we get too wild. But um, I I like I don't want it to feel like we're defending. Uh, you know, what I mean, dudes out there that that have violated women in some way, shape, or form. So I don't want my next comments to come off like that. But I could imagine as a celebrity, you get so many easy buns that you know, what I'm saying, it kind of just falls in your lap. It's like that that freshman year of college where you didn't realize back home it was this easy, and you're just like, right. you you get caught up in the drug of that, I think. And then now you're like, this is a chick that literally has legit intentions, or you know, what I mean, she ain't really looking for all that from you, and you can't decipher that. Or or you take that as playing hard to get, you know what I'm saying? Um, Steven Seagal reference right there, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> like like for real though, like you, you can't decipher that. I could I got shit on some like I said college freshman yeah shit. I, I I can imagine some dudes get caught up when they just in that new environment and they didn't have to work that hard to mess with a few girls, you know what I'm saying? So now they come across one and they can't really understand the nah she ain't she ain't looking for all that tonight. You know what I'm saying? And niggas start, start acting stupid. Or it could be the other way around. When women aren't accustomed to having that kind of access and that kind of options, you know, guys, it happens to guys, it happens to women too. Mm-hmm. It reminds it reminds me of, um, I, forget, I can't remember how long ago it was, but it was at, I think it was at Hofstra University. There was a freshman and she had group sex in a bathroom with a bunch of like upperclassmen. Okay. And um, apparently like right after, like, you know, imagine like, you don't just like find one dude to to um have a tryst with like you you go with a few dudes at at the one time and she like calls a boyfriend and, and like um is crying she got raped and stuff like like group raped and shit mm-hmm. and come to find out like a day or two later like they found like evidence that she was lying I think she may have um, confessed that she was lying but just think about that like just in one day like you just like wow I got all these options to do all these kinds of different things in this kind of setting mm-hmm. and you do that. And then probably she woke up out of her, um, probably of a, out of her euphoria right after. I was like, "Oh shit! I just got yeah. just like group sex, mad dudes." She got the fear of being slut shamed, or even the real life possibility of being slut shamed. You know what I'm saying? That that yeah. I, I was about to say it makes you change your tone real quick, but no, but it really like damn. I some chicks is really, and this is why you know what I'm saying like I have a daughter, so I think that it's important that you talk to young ladies. And, you know what I mean, it, it, the same way you would talk to your son, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, you got to kind of, like, school them on the game because there's really some girls out there that are naive to that and they think that the stuff that they do don't necessarily come back to haunt them, you know what I mean? And um, it, it's some stuff is on video, some stuff is in, on, on pictures, some stuff is on the social media, you know what I mean? Like, so it's, it's, it ain't... I don't. I don't even know how to really explain it, but it's a cultural thing. I think we gotta, you know, what I mean, teach men how to how to treat women and treat women how to treat how to how to treat men. You know what I'm saying? And understand. You know what I mean? Nobody's saying 
Like, I don't think it's wrong. Everybody wields a, everybody wields a power. And you gotta teach them how to wield that thing um, wield responsibly. That, wield you know that saying? thing. <laughs> what up? Yeah. Don't, don't be throwing yeah. that thing all over the place. Wield that thing. It's a sword right there. You gotta. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? You gotta be well trained. You be holding some big ass sword. Word up. It's, to the to the kids out there too, man. It's, I think we like we gotta talk to the youths, man. Let's yeah, on the real show on some G shit. Like life is long. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like if you're lucky, if you're blessed, life is long, and you don't want. It's too, but it's also too short to be living, regretting something you did for the rest of your, you know what I'm saying? That happened when you were young. Like, oh, I seen some shit on ESPN. As a matter of fact, this this dude, you know how they, uh, baseball just drafted. They just did a rookie draft. Yeah. My man is like the, not my man. I, let me, let me not say that. He's not my man. <laughs> this yeah. guy, uh, played for the, I don't even, I don't, even if I knew his name, I wouldn't say it, but he played for the, uh, some school in the Pac 12. And so he was the, two-time Pac-12 pitcher of the year. Like, so he's nice. You know what I'm saying? He ain't, he ain't yeah. no, no trash dude. And he, for the second year in a row, he ain't get drafted. And, and I seen this on ESPN on the ticker. And, um, and, they, and then it was like, uh, when he was, he confessed, I guess, to something when he was a minor to having sex with an underage family member or, or raping an underage mm. family member, basically. And I'm like, bro, that shit lives with you for life. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's different. You know what I mean? That's, that's, he can't get a job in the MLB, you know what I'm saying? Because some shit he did when he was younger, you know what I'm saying? Like, right, right. I don't know if it's a disease he got or if it's a mistake he made, but either way, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's shit carries, shit affects you, you know what I mean? I, look at your, like, look at the Drake Pusha T shit. People coming at Drake's baby moms because of some shit that, like, I don't understand how what that got to really do with Drake other than his showing his judgments are bad or, or in some people's mind good, but. People using that against him, you know, what I'm saying something that his baby moms did or whatever, you know what I mean? So you mean that his his um the mother of his, well, we don't. It's not even confirmed that it's his kid, right? But the mother of his kid, alleged child, alleged <laughs> the alleged mother of his alleged kid, uh, was allegedly did porn. No, she actually did pornography, right? I seen porn with her. Uh, what, what, yeah, it's, it's not. I didn't see her fucking. I don't. I don't know if there's videos out there of that, but I seen like videos of her naked. And you know what I mean, doing doing the naked shit by herself, like solo solo scenes. You know what I mean. So yeah. like, but that brings me to to a a, a letter plick a no. You know what I'm saying. Every once in a while, I got questions. You know, I bring it to the squad, and uh, you know, Keith's an expert on a lot of things. So I, I want not, not necessarily your expertise, but more so, I want you to opine on this. And like, would you necessarily would that be a deal breaker for you if you were dating a girl and she kept it a buck with you and was like, yeah, I, I've I've done porn. Um, yeah, there's absolutely no way I would I, I would maintain a relationship with a woman who did pornography. Okay. No way. <laughs> absolutely no way. <laughs> just imagine that. Just imagine your line of work at some point in your life was to have sex on demand. Like if you, like you know how you get called for overtime. Like, right, I make a couple extra bucks. I'm not doing nothing on a Sunday. <laughs> like if uh, if a producer calls up. Your girlfriend, it was like, yo, we got somebody called out sick, and we need. Oh no, 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 no! I don't, I don't mean a current porn star. <laughs> but no, well, even even if it ain't current, man, think about it. at one point in her life that was par for the course. Like, yo, yeah. man. No, no, but even like, even relate. I don't mean relationship. I mean, would you date? Like, you don't got to necessarily make this. Like, your, just go out on a date. Yeah, like if she met a chick and she was cute, and you, and you was like, hey, yo, you want to go out to dinner or something like that, and then she, you know, what I'm saying, kept it real, like she did porn. Like, would you hang out with her again, or would you be like, oh. you'd be like, nah. Yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah, I'll hang out. Yeah, if she if she called you to do, you know whatever, do what y'all do. I mean, 
at the very least, there's some novelty in there, right? Like, I mean, guys date sometimes. They, as a matter of fact, not even just guys. People date people sometimes out of that allure of novelty. Like the their, person, per, their profession might be like something yeah. they never thought they'd get close to or something. This person played minor league baseball or um, uh, this lady's a corporate lawyer and has defended Walmart or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. you're like, wow. And you tell your friends. Because really, at the end of the day, when it comes to dating, everybody wants a cool story, whether it's good or bad, right? Oh, yeah. No, that is true. I, I remember uh, Olympics. I seen a picture of uh, Zach Efron and Simone Biles. And I think I think the the question in the text group was like, "Would you smash?" And it's, I th- I I can't remember somebody's answer, maybe mine. I was like, "Well, yeah, for the novelty of saying you fucked a gold medalist." <laughs> 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 How many people could say that? Like, yo, I fucked a gold, an Olympian, motherfucker, gymnast of all things. <laughs> yeah, shower me with props. <laughs> or, or. <laughs> but yeah, porn, man, I mean, but porn is different though, because porn is like. You know what I'm saying? Niggas could use that against you. Like you might just be playing Madden online with your homeboy, and you be like, "Yeah, that's why why your chick was in a gangbang." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I can understand why you don't want to be in a relationship with one, maybe. But I don't, I don't know. And one is also the type of porn that a chick done is is going to be a deciding factor in this. There's well, a- right. Uh, let me ask you this. So you, I, was, I was just about to start getting into the question of does it matter um, the quality of like of the you know the subgenre or whatever of the of the porn does it matter where they rank in the like the Pornhub top <laughs> you know when they when they rank actress actress or actors like does it matter where they rank I mean, if she if she got standard definition uh <laughs> homemade amateur shit you got that's a that's a deal breaker right there like you got to get an HD camera man but other than that like I, now um genres yeah obviously if if and this this is once again we're in a safe space I don't want to make nobody feel bad if 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 this is something you're into or possibly might be this type of person but that, yeah man you about to you about to you about to lose our entire <laughs> porn porn star demo you know that's what's been keeping us afloat been keeping, that's the, the porn paying. community keeps a, keeps perfect talk podcast in business not gonna lie <laughs> but um no nah, i think like all right well like you know, like, there's real... Act, not real, damn. Can't even... How do I word this? There's actresses that do, like, heterosexual sex and then lesbian sex or whatever. Like, yeah, that's that's cool. You know what I'm saying? But then there's actresses who might do that and then also, like, fuck transgender actors. You mean more, like, alternative type of... <laughs> yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't really... That's... See, like, I, you know what I'm saying? For me, <laughs> you know what I mean? That might be a deal breaker. Or... If so you, why is that? Is it because it says something of their character, or you just something about more, the prestige? Yeah, of it? Like, maybe like because like, kind of what you alluded to before having sex on demand. Like, damn, you just showed up for any casting. <laughs> um, but kind of like I, I don't know. It's just it, it's just it's weird. Not I, how do I word this? <laughs> it's not. Uh, it's okay. Use your words. <laughs> <laughs> Use your words. It's kind of weird to me, you know what I'm saying? It's a little weird to just being honest, keeping it a buck, not to make anybody feel bad or definitely, you know. What it's I mean? just the reaction yeah. that it, the the visceral reaction that it got out of you as far oh would get not got. Yeah, I'm about to say I, I don't, I don't watch it, nigga. But <laughs> yeah, that it would get out of me or some shit like that. Um or and seeing somebody that you're dating or having a a close relationship with, it would be tough for you to watch that kind of thing. Not maybe not tough, just I stick with the word weird. But um okay. Or like a gangbang scene, like if, if she does gangbang porn, like I don't want, I don't, I don't want to get in an argument over LeBron and Jordan. And niggas be like, "Fuck you, nigga," and then send a gif of her gangbang oh, yeah. scene. Another follow up, man. Does it matter the ratio if you talk? 
Uh, yeah. Uh, no, no, is it no, like no, MM? No. Like you say, MMMMF or five on one or two on one? Either way, either way. That's yeah. Like, if you get an Eiffel Towered or you know what I'm saying, airtight, <laughs> Stonehenge, whatever, whatever you want to call it. Like, uh-huh. yeah, the, yeah. No, that's a deal breaker. But if you, if like, if you, especially this is not a deal breaker. Let's say she just did like solo work and never did nothing with like another person. That to me is like that's to me is along the same level of maybe like you're a chick that like sent a video to a dude that you maybe shouldn't have trust and got slut shamed, you know what okay. I'm saying? Like you know what I mean? Like this is you saying that it's more real. It's more like I don't want to say a solo porn video for public public consumption is the same thing as sending a sexy video. To I ain't your, saying your that. Apartment. No, I don't think it's the same thing. Oh, okay, okay. But I, I I guess the justification of it would be like, well, is it really that different if her boyfriend was just a dickhead and, and slut shamed? You know what I'm saying? Like. So, mm-hmm. uh, but how about you? What you you got deal breakers like of genre and shit? Yeah, the, the porn nigga. I, <laughs> the deal breaker. He said, if I could go the, online, the very, if I could go online and see her, <laughs> it's a problem. Exactly. If you if you if with intent you go and make a video of you having sex with somebody, uh, and with someone someone you met that day, and shook their hand afterwards, like, oh, thank you. That was a great introduction to this. Uh, <laughs> You know, no. This is, y'all going if, to star- y'all going to job, Starbucks after this? <laughs> what y'all doing after we done? Word. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody's supposed to try to be godlike, but in, in that regard, I fall short. Everyone falls short in the in regards to forget forgiveness. For that, it ain't happening. It will never happen. That's There's up. no way because I can't. Like like you were alluding to before, I just don't like being roasted for stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? You don't want nobody to have the shit. If you ever get in the, the Pusha T, Drake, uh, you know what I'm saying, schoolyard disc fest, you know what I'm saying? You don't want niggas talking about you. I can understand that. It's 100%. Well, I guess with with the Drake thing, it didn't uh, push a T if we could uh, get off course for a second. That that line or whatever didn't really hit for me as hard as some people because it's like, like, dog, how many people out there got unsavory baby mothers? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it's not that's not a unique to Drake type of thing. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like everybody got got some some type of skeleton in the closet or shit like that. But but yeah, if 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 you're with a chick and she keeps, she doesn't tell you that she did porn and then it comes out, you no, know, obviously it's like, ma, come on, I'm t- <laughs> come on, I'm out here walking around with you and shit. Come on, you know what I'm saying? But I guess on 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 some levels, I don't view that the same as if she was maybe an escort. Like to me, that's a little. Because I, I guess maybe I, I'm just in that allure that, that porn is in like a quote-unquote, I know shit does happen and diseases do spread, but a quote-unquote safe space, you know what I'm saying, as opposed to like a, a, a lady of the night who might just be out there, you know what I mean, uh, doing whatever she, I don't, I don't necessarily put them in the same page, I guess to me. As some porn people. is regulated, but even them regulations, well, you know. Oh, shit gets out. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, so. Escorts, if they're professional enough, they have their rules. So that's why I can't. I don't put. I don't put no, you know, def, de- definite line or boundary between a, a porn star and a, like a, a profession. Someone who's doing it professionally, like not like some backstreet. You know what I'm saying? No, no backstreet lady of the night. You know, missing teeth, meth and shit. The meth pits in their face and shit like that. Not like that, but so like no, a professional. No, ba- no back page hoes. Nothing like that. Yeah, yeah, like. <laughs> I'm talking to about Elliot hoes. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about escorts like who wear pencil skirts and and blazers and shit like that. I feel you. Meet you, meet people at fancy hotels like breaking like necks. something like that. I feel, I feel, yeah, I feel you. I feel you. What about strippers? Strippers like a deal breaker too. Like ah, 
<laughs> nah. Yeah, man, I'm conservative. <laughs> I'm, I'm conservative as hell. I can't squirt them in. Or maybe it, it depends. Because you know, he's like, if it's if it's just tops off, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If if it's yeah, I mean, they, they have alcohol, a good conversation. Yeah, no, strippers have interesting lives. Man. <laughs> I yeah. would. Uh, I I don't current stripper. Maybe I might that might be a deal breaker because once again I guess the roasting factor. Yeah, but um, former stripper. That's it depends. I guess if if yeah, she done moved. That was a that was a former partner life. Maybe she was just trying to get through nursing school. Oh, yeah. Exactly. I was about to say strippers are in an interesting position in um in society, right? When it comes to that whole, are you a regular? I don't know. If you don't take your clothes off for money, mm-hmm. or you do take it like you, or you straight up. Um, having sex on on camera or, or off camera, but for money, like they're right in between that world. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Where if you were to talk to somebody or you see interviews sometimes of, of um, like what's it called, um, escorts and porn actresses and porn actors, it's always like they they skip a, a, a you know like a skip a step in their story. So it's always like, yeah, I grew up in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And then I went to Excellent college. Excellent students. They're all great students, bro. Yeah. <laughs> all like, of them. You know, like fucking I got, geniuses. I got straight A's. <laughs> and then I did a year at University of Oklahoma. Then I found acting. And then now I'm doing this. And I'm doing good. And I'm like, oh, there's stuff in between that. You know what I'm saying? Word up. What was the transition? Because that sounds... Yeah. Like a dancer would be like, yeah, well, you the stories are more gradual. Like, there's graduations to it. Like... Oh, you know, I was going to school, but then I had to drop out because I didn't have no money. So, you know, I had a good friend that worked as a bartender at the club. She brought me down to interview for the bartender thing, but they, instead they said you could make more money dancing. Get and on I that stage. Get tried, on that stage, yeah, girl. I tried it. The money was good. And I was able to provide for my family, and you hear all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But the porn stuff is all—they always skip some stuff, and that's very dubious to me. You know what I'm saying? What happened in that gap? <laughs> what? You, you do not want to know, brother. Yeah, man. Like, Some things better left unsaid. Some things better like, left what unsaid. in your brain said, yo, you know what? I'm just going to have sex with people on camera. Somebody G's them up. Same thing, like you said, with the bartender shit. Somebody's like, yo, just come, you know what I mean? Come by the set. You know what I mean? Take pictures. It starts with taking pictures. Just take some pictures. You know what I mean? And then you're like, shit, I'm. Sound like you did this shit. Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> intern. Interned at West Coast Productions. West Coast Productions. <laughs> <laughs> I did the graphic arts for him. I used to do the uh, Photoshop shit, but now, <laughs> now, but, but, but I think was like nobody roasts Offset for dating Cardi B, and obviously a lot of people seen Cardi B naked. You know what I'm saying before, so it ain't like nobody. I don't think that I think strippers get a pass, kind of. You know what I mean? Unless you was doing something in the back room, you shouldn't have been doing. But uh, beyond that, I think strippers get passed. But all of them to me, I, with porn stripping, and I guess even prostitution, prostitution being a little worse. Um. I think takes it takes advantage of people's vices. Like some people like seeing naked chicks do shit on camera. You know what I'm saying? And we or, or or on stage. You know what I'm saying? They like being around naked chicks. And it's just like, all right, well, we gonna we know you have this vice. It's like a liquor store. We know there are people out there that are alcoholics. However, right. we can't be caught up in the concern of that. We gotta provide this for the people, I guess, who can handle this 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 vice. And and you know what I mean? More so. It, the people who can't handle it are going to be collateral damage, but it's, we're going to profit in the long run. Yeah, man. Uh, but it's a uh, like. Uh, well, I guess I, the president ain't had no problem messing with Stormy Daniels. So <laughs> you know thing, they weren't dating. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Once again, yeah. I think it was that novelty factor. Like that was know, more like an escort publicly. thing. That was more like you know you pay five grand to, to fuck a porn star type thing or whatever the, the going rate is for you know what I mean porn stars like that. That's what that scene more to me. 
You know, it wasn't like, oh, I just ran into Stormy Daniels. But I don't. He didn't. Obviously, I, she said she turned down the money or whatever. She wasn't really doing it for the money. But I, I, I kind of see. I guess you know why I don't look at it like this because it's like, all right, you gonna sit here and judge somebody for dating a porn star, but you ain't gonna. Or, or I guess people do, but but some people give Kanye a pass with the Kim Kardashian thing. You know what I'm saying? Like it's the it's such a fine line with I guess women kind of don't have a problem not all women i shouldn't say it like that but there are women out there who and men too who don't have a problem with maybe doing something on their own personal phone camera and then sending it out to someone not really knowing what that's going to go out to to the world so i kind of was like yo it's it's, uh, a lot of porn online is shit that people recorded on their phones you know what i'm saying or some 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 like revenge porn type shit. So it's just like yeah, man. You, you giving you giving statistics and shit. Ninety five percent of pornography is recorded at home. Fifty Cent in trouble for that shit with the Tierra Tier Marie. You heard about that shit? Nah. What happened? Uh, one of Tierra Marie's uh, former boyfriends or whatever put out a picture of her uh, catching the cum shot and uh, put it on. Like he told her his phone was stolen. I guess kind of like a like yo heads up. Some some crazy shit might happen. And mm. then a picture popped up. I could be wrong about this because I only gave but so much, so many fucks about this story. <laughs> but I believe it appeared on Tierra Marie's uh, Instagram, a picture of her catching a cum shot. Mm. And, and then 50 Cent screenshotted it <laughs> and then did some crazy like effect with the or some weird effect with the picture and like to, to like highlight the cum on her face. <laughs> and. Um, he put it on his Instagram, so more people seen it. So once you know, Tierra Marie took it down or whatever, and uh, but so it was on his shit already, and then he eventually it eventually got taken down. But um, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. You really there's people that that women are gonna trust or men are even gonna trust in these relationships, and then who knows, your shit could end up online too. That's a complete. I I I would bunch together dancers, uh, porn and escorts on one side, and then. People whose videos leaked on another one. I mean, it may be misguided how they handle it, then data or whatever. But you know, they did something for for their partner. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I don't, at least I don't, for themselves. I don't bunch it together. I wouldn't be a deal breaker for me if a girl did something with her boyfriend and it was on camera, and he ended up being a dickhead about it. I wouldn't be a deal. Well, but if she maybe she got gang banged on camera, you know what I'm saying? Like there are fine lines where you're just like ah <laughs> ah, you know, or if you know what I mean, like. So it's 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 weird, but anyway, it's all good, man. It's, it is. Yeah. It is. I mean, just to be clear, though, I wouldn't date a a, a, a girl whose video got leaked either, man. Nah, like a, a regular chick whose boyfriend like did some some grimy shit. Just a regular non-famous girl that whose video leaked somewhere or somewhere on the internet. Yeah, yeah. No like she so like when she was in college or something like that, she was dating a dude and they nope. did some stuff. He she thought she could trust him, and then next thing you know, he like texted it out or you know what I mean he put it on one of there's, there's like revenge porn websites. You know what I'm saying? Like, put it on, like, a website and then told bad people to check it out type thing. So she's walking around. You know what I mean? So you might have had, like, a slut-shaming type situation. You wouldn't, that'd be a deal-breaker for you? Uh, I'll say this. Let's say I'm with such a girl. We dating. and You mean, like, if if I notice up front in a relationship? Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, if, okay. I don't know if chicks tell that on the early. You know what I mean? It's like, it, it, I, I'm not saying my experiences. I've never experienced that. But uh, I, I, t- I know that. In my experience of dating women, some there's stuff that comes out in that first week, and then there's stuff that comes out in that first year. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like everything ain't necessarily put on the table early enough before those feelings set in, set into play. Is what I mean. So yeah, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess yeah. It, I, I would be more concerned of when she told me to. Yeah, I mean, 
It ain't happening, yo. It ain't, it ain't <laughs> happening. I can't. Ain't I just can't do something like that. Like, I feel I just, you know, ain't wrong you know but if we get it into the relationship and it's like, wow, this person's a really great person and all this stuff, then, you know, maybe it'll happen. It's, it's a similar way with the whole Kardashian thing. Um, Tristan Thompson knew that, that his lady, I mean, this is just dating, but that she dated a, a few basketball players before him. But he's like, you know, and those didn't necessarily end up good, but he probably met her. She probably mad funny. Um, what's her name, Chloe? Chloe, yeah. Chloe's probably hilarious. And she probably a wild, like a wild good cook, like just be sauteing <laughs> wait, wait, <hold> shit. <laughs> Where are these qualities coming from? What have you seen about Chloe that make you think she funny? Yo. <laughs> I feel like you're giving her chubby girl, like, qualities, like, in my nah, experience. Well, she was chubby. Yeah, no, she, in my experience, always... chubby girls couldn't cook, and they, they, they kind of funny. <laughs> so, yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, when you said it, I was like, "That seems right," but I'm like, "I don't know the, I don't know her." So <laughs> I never met her. I don't know why I feel no, like I'm just this, guessing, that, man. That I'm do just... seem that do seem right. When you see a pattern, it makes you worry. And you're seeing a pattern play out in public. Like if you met a girl, or you worked or went to school with a girl, and you heard that her last two boyfriends, like I don't know, nothing even crazy, but like, oh well, they just argued a lot, or she liked to win arguments, or she's good at debating, or mm-hmm. she could pick. She's very intuitive and could tell when you've been creeping or lying. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, I don't know. I don't know if I want to mess with that, right? Just, just because there's a pattern of something that's not necessarily good. So when you see- That's a deal breaker. Per- right. <laughs> you see this person with a pattern of dating people in your profession or dating people that, that kind of work in your office mm-hmm. and it didn't necessarily turn, up, turn out that good, then you date her. It, you know, I'm sure there's some sort of- Well, I'm not sure, but many people have some sort of trepidation at this whole type of- Deal. Would that be a deal, deal breaker for you? Like a co-worker? Unless, unless the person I'm dating is hilarious. <laughs> unless they're hilarious and got a particular set of skills. You know what I'm saying? They, they cook or they, they're awesome at CrossFit or something like that. Like that, that's what makes, that's why I can't say that's a deal breaker if there's a pattern of dating certain people. Yeah. I've dated people I worked before. So the fact that they at work or they have dated, they themselves have dated other people at work. For me, that's not a deal breaker. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna you say, I, 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 well, I've never been in a relationship with other co with another coworker, so I don't know if I can necessarily be in one. Like, let's say she dated someone in my office before, and now she's dating me, but all of us kind of work together. That might be a little awkward. But if she's bad enough, I'd be like, fuck it, I got to deal with it. But um. It, it, now I can imagine it could be some awkwardness, and what you like you said has got to be much worth it for that awkwardness in the office, or even, or even like let's say professional, like say uh, the chick you messed with dated with like three other dudes before you that did podcasts. You might be like, oh well, what's this pattern going on here? You know what I'm saying? Like, but it's like, is that gonna? Are you gonna stop your own happiness to because of what someone might say? I think is what this all comes down to. If you really met a chick and you liked her, like. And you're going to be like, all right, I, I love this chick, but damn, her profession's fucked up. Or damn, she done dated three basketball players before. It's like, that's what it really comes down to. Your happiness versus, I guess, the perception. And Right. Yeah, I mean, I, my advice is life. If you like her, it, maybe you can help her find a new profession. You know what I'm saying? Because life is too short to let something pass by you might regret. But I definitely understand that people got their, nah, that's the... <laughs> that's the rude, that's the shit right there. I can't mess with that right there. So. Especially as you get older... You just you you have seen certain patterns in life play out, and you're like, I, "This this ain't gonna end up good." Yeah. So you just you just, you just have to bypass that. I've seen this movie you know before. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, man, uh, let's, let's let's change topics for a second. Switch gears. 
I don't know. Uh, well, NFL season is not in play. Shout out to the NBA season just ended. Uh, Golden State Warriors won their third championship in four years. So shout out to them. Shout out to LeBron for putting up a hell of an effort. You know what I mean? I'm not the the LeBron stand or nothing out there, but I definitely respect greatness when I see it. So shout out to LeBron. But um, I'm a LeBron stand. I think he's the greatest basketball player ever. Unfortunately, this guy is not going to win chips, so he's not going to be documented as such. Yeah. Well, Jerry uh, West lost like nine. He's the logo. Right. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Magic Johnson lost five. You know what I'm saying? So, it's, it's it, 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 Michael Jordan has caused this thing in life that it, perfection is the only standard for greatness. And we got to, like, step away from that. Like, shout out to Michael Jordan. I do think you're great and, and continue to still be, a, you know what I mean, a fashion icon with your brand, with, with your, the, the clothing brand. But we got to move past that, especially for basketball, where it's just like, yo, chips is the only thing that matters. You know what I mean? Because it, it, it can't be that. But um, I don't know if you noticed. Like the NFL been stealing some headlines too with the the um well they have an anthem debate one and then two Trump didn't want to let the Eagles uh well, not that he didn't want to let them he actually invited them the Eagles kind of were only gonna send maybe a handful of people to the White House visit for Trump the the owner I think the mascot was included on the guest list <laughs> and uh, a couple other players or whatever but the coach I think Doug Peterson was gonna go but Trump was like nah you know what I mean I don't, fuck it. And and disinvited them, quote unquote. Um, so, but the one, I think the bigger news was the anthem rule that the NFL came up with, saying that I don't know if you guys are familiar out there in the audience, but the, uh, last year, and I think the year before, the NFL had some issues with uh, NFL players kneeling on the field in protest to uh, the way that minorities are treated in this country by law enforcement. And the whole thing, you know, kind of got misconstrued because they were kneeling during the anthem. People wanted to use that as evidence that they were anti-military even though that's been disproven a lot of times that they were anti-police so factions were drawn i think the topics were distracted so i guess to deal with it the nfl figured they'll come out with a rule the nba has a, a rule saying you got to stand for the national anthem and uh sorry mlb has a rule saying you got to stand for the national anthem uh nfl didn't do that though which i think would have just been the smarter thing to do they didn't do that they just said you have to stand for the anthem but if you do have a problem with it we respect that, and <laughs> you can stay in the locker room <laughs> with, with your protesting, basically, and which I think is the dumbest thing ever because now it's just going to bring mad attention to whoever's not on the field during the national anthem. Right. Um, but yeah, man, it's it's, it's a dumb rule. Uh, this whole thing, I'm, I'm kind of like getting fatigue from this whole NFL shit. Like, mm. I just took a new position at work where I work on Sundays now, and it wasn't really like a hard decision for me to make, <laughs> you know, that I might miss out on football. Because I'm like, shit, just getting stupid now. When we just talking about anthems, <laughs> you know what I mean? anthems. Like, we anthems. ain't talking about anthems. <laughs> ain't not the game. <laughs> <laughs> we talking about anthems. anthems. So, but how you feel about about that shit? The just the rule. I guess you could even speak on Doug. Um, sorry, uh, Trump versus the Philadelphia Eagles White House visit. Like, how you feel about the whole nonsense going on? The time I thought you, you working every Sunday. Um, yeah, my my schedule's on Sundays, though. Damn. <laughs> no, my Which... schedule's my schedule's super whack. Like, don't I took remember I was I was telling you before. Like, I definitely did it for the position. Like, I ain't really. Yeah, yeah. It, ain't, it wasn't like, oh, let me let me get this job because the schedule's dope. It's the opposite, but you know. To move up to the corner office, man, you, you got to take a whack do. schedule. Okay, a, man, a, that's gangster. What is it like? I'm a thirty-something-year-old single father. You know what I'm saying? What I need my weekends for. <laughs> do you catch any? Do you catch any of the games? Like, are you gonna catch the eight? Well, I'm, I, I, you know, you know, I'm, I'm a cord cutter. You know what I'm saying? Got my little, my little uh, cord cutting 
options right now. I'm, I'm shopping. I'm, 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 right now you sling. And Sling got a DVR feature, but there's some things that I think I, I could be desired for, so I might check out DirecTV now, which also has a DVR function. Then you know what I mean? So maybe I might got to record some games and watch it when I come home. It ain't nothing. No. Okay. But well, yeah, so to, to the whole joint. NFL don't, NFL don't pay my paychecks. I feel you. I feel <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now he's slowing down my money, so I'll catch him later. Shit. Yeah, the Trump and the Anthem thing is it's the ugliest thing in the country. And he's doing it masterfully. Mm-hmm. He's doing what people have done for years masterfully. He t- he's taking middle class or quote unquote working class whites and pinning them against working class blacks. You know what I'm saying? And anybody who supports them. Mm-hmm. He's these are the type of people who watch football. And he's like, well, these people are they don't do this thing, which is you know. Um, do the traditional way of, of revering the, the flag or during the anthem or whatever. So they for, therefore, they're bad people. They should lose their jobs. And that's, that's like insane. Not even try to say that. Well, uh, not even start off with, I see what they're protesting, but they're doing it in the wrong way and whatever, 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 disagreeing in that way. He's like, nah, these guys, all of them, just dicks. They're worthless, all that type of stuff. I'm going to disinvite all these cats from the White House because the party's not big enough. That's insane, man. This this uh, president's a goofball, <laughs> and I can't wait till the four or eight years is over. You know what I'm saying? People Do, really need to vote. When did the anthem become a thing that people at sporting events? I ain't gonna maybe at certain obviously military events and, and and certain events people do stop and stand attention, but at sporting events, I feel like that was never a thing that people was like, oh, oh, stop, stop, everybody, everybody, drop what you're doing right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The anthem's going on. Like people be recording stuff on their phone. People, Probably since 9-11, maybe. Maybe, yeah. Maybe, maybe it's 9-11. Because I remember before, they never even, like, from what I understand, what former NFL players say, they used to stretch during the anthem. They used to be getting extra tape. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't like, oh, all the players on the field. You about to go to war. It's quote-unquote. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You ain't, you like, man, listen, I'm trying to, I got to fight CTE, motherfucker. I ain't trying to be out here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got to get mentally focused to, to, to get in the zone with this shit right now. So, now we kind of changed the, the tone of it. Kind of like making it like, oh, at sporting events, everybody stands at attention, da-da-da. Like, you know what I mean? It's, it's me personally, I, I, I do like the anthem. I don't have a problem with the anthem at all. And I don't think that anyone protesting has a problem with the anthem at all. I think they just know it's, that it's their opportunity to, to get their, their point across. Yeah. So. Yeah, a lot of people complain that the, the, the players are being disruptive. And that's the whole point of a protest. Exactly. It is to be disruptive. Like. What else do you want? And, you know, I think the players should just keep their resolve, protest in whatever way, or try to help the cause in whatever way they feel is productive. Because yeah. the, the, the whole, built into the whole process of protesting is people saying that you're doing the wrong thing. So now, so nowadays, people are going to say that the NFL players are being very um, counterproductive and then say that, why can't they be more like the civil rights movement? The civil rights movement. It was extremely disruptive. It was very inconvenient for a lot of people. Had to there was be. a lot of collateral damage. Though the collateral damage wasn't as bad as the the root or the core thing that people were protesting, like the inhumanities that people were protesting. So getting beat up by cops ain't worse than you not having a seat at the lunch counter or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, or you not following, or or the fact that you own a diner, these people aren't following the the rules that you put out there. Like, that inconvenience doesn't match up to, you know, not being able to buy a house for your family even though you could afford it. Like, stuff like that. So, this whole protest thing, oh, well, you think that the flag should be saluted in this way. 
and these people are choosing to do it in another way and not do it at all. Like, that inconvenience doesn't match to some kid getting shot up in the street. His backyard, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. It um it was funny, too, because Malcolm Jenkins of the Philadelphia Eagles was on record saying it, it, they didn't need this rule. They don't. He didn't. He wasn't under the impression that any players were still going to kneel or, or even put up a fist or anything like that um, because of efforts that the NFL has shown to, to be proactive towards social injustice and um, even put their money where their mouth is by donating millions of dollars towards the cause. So in his opinion, he was like this making this rule was kind of productive. And I agree with him. You know what I'm saying? It, it, if And it was like lukewarm, like pick a side, like either tell them they could protest or tell them, yo, everybody's got to do this. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's your, it's your workplace. Now it, it might be affecting the NFL bottom line. I could look at it from their point. You know what I'm saying? It's a business. They about making that money. So, you trying to please both sides, and that's just not going to work. You it, it actually, I think you offended both sides. It seems it yeah, comes across like so. It's, it's it is what it is, man. Um, LeBron even mentioned about the uh, Philadelphia Eagles not uh, being uninvited, which I don't even. How you, <laughs> are you like uninviting people that don't want to come? But LeBron even said it. You know, no matter who would have won the finals, that uh, Cavaliers are going to state. They don't want to invite, and I, th- yeah. I believe Trump went on record saying. Uh, he's not gonna invite them, but he will invite the Capitals, who just won the Stanley Stanley Cup um, championship. You know what I mean? And like I I, re- I read it too, and was like, damn, my man is just he don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he's just like, hey, he, he look at look take the take the the symbolism in this comment right here. You know what I'm saying? Like I ain't inviting the basketball players. I'm invite the hockey players. But I think uh, shout out to bookstore Ricky. He even mentioned that you know, well, it's it's, it's the DC team, right? If I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. the, the the DC Capitals. So he was like, I was like, all right, I guess I could see, I could see what he's trying to say, but I also could see, I could see the justification for it. Yeah, yeah, but, but I, also I don't could think see that the... absolves him from that the sentiment. It's a slam dunk. I'm gonna invite the hockey team and disinvite the football and basketball team. You how know you, what I'm saying? You, how, you think Trump will? Uh, I guess right now, what is he? Two years in to his presidency? Mm-hmm. Uh, how you think? Uh, he's, he's in the middle of his second year. Middle of his second year. You think uh, how, how you think it's looking for uh what 2020 when he re- when he runs again? You think he's he's a strong contender, or you think there's anyone else? Of that course, he's him? a strong reten- um, contender because he doesn't. I say he's extra dangerous because he doesn't have like politics. You know what I'm saying? Like Mike Pence has politics. He doesn't like gay dudes or women. Uh, you know he, he doesn't like women. Abortion's bad. Huh? Oh, women's rights. You saying he doesn't like women's rights? No, he doesn't. Um, ab- like so. Abortion rights, no. Gay rights, no. Or the right to ma- the um, right to marry somebody of the same sex, no. Like these are things that he, more more than likely he's not changing. Mm-hmm. Jeff Sessions, weed, no. Abortion, no. Gay marriage, no. Trump, gay marriage, maybe. Weed, hmm. I'll think about it. You know Possibly. what I'm saying? So at any at yeah. any, so you just heard about the 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 weed stuff. I mean. You don't know if he'll do it or not. Some people are hype about it. Yeah. But this Oh, he needs we'll the headline. See something pass. Oh, he needs the headline. I have to be honest with you. Like once the headline starts circulating, people you know what I'm saying? How, how many people really really keep up with a story long enough to hear the whole thing all the way through, especially when it deals with Trump? Exactly. So, I mean, so my point is that he's such a ma- masterful politician cuz he doesn't have any politics. He could say anything on any day when he wants, which he's done before, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? With the whole DACA thing, oh, let's, you know, yeah, let's do this DACA thing. Then the next day he thought about it, he said, nah, I don't know about this DACA thing. 
So anything he says, I'm, I don't trust it. I mean, yeah. I could already, I don't know what kind of candidate has to be put up in 2020 where I, I would vote for, um, where I'd not vote for that person. I, I Speaking of how like people don't even keep up with the stories, or, or, or all he really needs is a headline, I, <coughs> my fault. I had, a, I had a buddy who was like, didn't get health insurance last year. And you know you got to pay a tax penalty for that if you don't have health insurance. And he was like, right. he was mad surprised when he got the penalty. He was like, "What the fuck? I thought when Trump got in office, he getting rid of Obamacare and all that shit." <laughs> I was just like, exactly. I was just like, uh, I don't think you kept up with that whole story. You know what I mean? Like, so it, it, it's uh, all, all he needs is the headline, and once and from that point on, people gonna do with it what they gonna do with it. Yeah. That point. Um, but I do got another another question for you. You know what I mean? Another letter, plicker. No, you know I'll be having mad questions, brother. And um, before we wrap things up here, I was reading an article in the New York Times, and it was just talking about how, like, American culture itself, and you might have seen similar articles, just how we, we're like workaholics. You know what I mean? People mm-hmm. don't take their vacation time. People don't necessarily use their days off um, that they could. In fact, they worked a lot overtime, extra hours. I, I could myself confess to that. Um, I changed ar- careers, so I don't, I don't have to do any overtime anymore. Nice. Are you saying you, that's the reason you changed your career? That you, so you that's one to, of the reasons, yeah. yeah. I remember, you, yeah. I think you might have said that on an earlier uh, podcast, but um, yeah. Well, it's that quality of life thing, uh, kind of like that, that that you were looking for. It's like the article spoke on how it was an author. She she wrote the article and she was talking about how her husband plays in a band, and people were like, "Oh, you know, what are they doing? Are they trying to like go out on the road, or are they trying to make a CD together?" And she was like, "Maybe down the line somewhere, but right now they're kind of just something that they do." Uh, you know, in their spare time that they like to do. And she was like, kind of like lost for the words, um, which is ironic for an author. And her friends had to tell her, you, like, you mean like a hobby? And that's the reason she wrote the article. Cause she was like, why would the word hobby be so hard for me as a, a well-versed, educated woman to come up with? And she was just spoke about how like, we don't have hobbies in America. How a lot of people's hobbies are either turned into businesses. So let's say for instance, you made furniture or something like that. The, the the first thing someone might say to you once you tell them that is oh you know you can make some money selling that you know what I'm saying or you know you can turn that into a business or um I guess the other end of it is like some people's hobbies are only based upon help improving their work performance right um, as opposed to being something that they just doing for the enjoyment pure enjoyment of it um so maybe they just so the so the article was just kind of lamenting all these things or did the author put forth like a solution or propose something. Oh, definitely find a hobby. Like that was the big thing because she actually had scientific facts saying, you know, what I mean, how much healthier having a hobby could be mentally and physically. You know what I mean? Um, and it, it just it, the, it just got me to thinking, like, what are my hobbies? Like, and, and I really didn't have too many at the time um, when I had read the article because I don't really want to bunch working out in as a hobby because to me it's something I think that's necessary. I, I, a lot of people might not agree, but I think you you got to work out if you want to you know live a, a, a healthy life. So. Although I do get the hobby benefits, I think from it, I don't know if I could count it as a pure hobby. Um, so like, but but certain things like maybe video games, I don't get much time to play video games. Um, but I guess I, I would put that maybe in like in that genre. Um, DJing, I guess not for DJ per, uh, sorry for business purposes. I guess you know what I mean could, could kind of be bunched that. But other than that, I don't, I don't really have too many adult coloring. I like to color um, like different artwork and shit like that. But do you have any? Like do you do you got any? Pure hobby? Uh, I guess I read. Yeah, reading reading could count. I like to read. And I tried over the over the last couple of years. I've tried to 
re because before I tried to read to learn something, make me better at work or make me better in a relationship or something like that. But okay. I've been trying to consciously put fiction books or like just non sequitur type books into my whole reading uh rotation. You know what I'm saying? So non sequitur. Oh, smarty art. We gotta dumb it down a bit, bro. <laughs> <That was laughs> yeah, like just books that doesn't have any don't have anything to do with what I'm doing, like work or Okay. To fix a problem, pretty much, is what I'm trying to make or provide some kind of solution. Mm-hmm. I was reading a lot of books, like self help books or business books or something like that, that provide some kind of solution to a problem or something that I'm trying to make better. But I've been trying to read fiction where it's just like, I just want to read a good story. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, or biographies where it's like, I just want to read a good story or be inspired by, by another person's life. Mm-hmm. So like, I would say reading's my hobby. Um, and then aside from that, I've been trying to find. Um, active hobbies like for instance i play like rec league basketball but okay. the seasons are only like maybe two months okay so I have a, or two or three months so um i'm taking the summer off from basketball but now i'm trying to look into getting into fighting so either like uh brazilian jiu-jitsu or um or um muay thai i think i'm ready, trying for, to, I'm trying ready to... for jersey <laughs> yeah yeah but beyond that i, I just want like a, to to I like to engage in disciplines, so like something where you have to like learn it and it's performed like X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I know. I, I agree so, with you. Yeah, even like it's so working yeah, out. Like, like to your it, point, it, I gotta find the find the hobbies. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's what the the article was saying. Like, we really gotta start exploring newer things. You know, what I mean, and I've been on a wave of that a little bit. Like you were just talking about fiction books, and um, I, I purchased a few books recently, and I, they definitely were not fiction. And I'm like, damn, maybe I should, because I kind of remember reading fiction as a kid. Not, you know, what I mean, it, it you know, what I mean? a good book, ain't, a good book ain't bad. So, uh, but I guess as you get older, like you get on that wave, like you said, it's about, oh, well, how can I be better in my relationships? How can I be better at work? How can I be better at at this one thing I'm trying to do? So, um. I, I, I might have to add that to the repertoire as well. Like I said, I'm trying to incorporate video games a little bit more because I feel like that's just pure fun. You know what I mean? And right. I even I'm even hard for me to try to think back to my childhood, like what was my hobbies as a child. You know what I mean? Like comic books, maybe a little bit. Video games are still on that list. The toys, obviously, was held me down when I was a real little kid. But I'm, like teenager, I, I don't sound editing, which I guess I'm still doing to one extent or the other. I've been doing that for a while, but that even so, I think has a, a bigger purpose. I don't know if I could even put that's more like a interest or something like that or something that I want to do. But yeah, no, nah, um, I guess we at the six month mark of the year. I think we started off the year making resolutions. So you know, what I mean, for my my six month resolution till we get to 2019, I guess is to find pure hobbies. And, yeah, and I would say also people don't acknowledge certain things, right? So somebody asked, for instance, I remember, um. One of my friends, she saw she saw another mutual friend on the train. She's like, oh, what are you up to now? Like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. You know, ask, pretty much asking, like, what's her job or whatever. Pretty much, yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, she, like, worked as, like, a receptionist in a hospital. And because she felt that, that that job was too menial, like, you can't give that answer. Like, yeah, I'm a secretary in a hospital. So when, when people say, what do you do? Because... When people think, oh, what do you do? You think, oh, yeah, I'm a lawyer now. I'm some kind of like... Glamorous. To some yeah, extent. something glamorous. But, you know, just being alive and doing what you do and trying to do it well, that's glamorous enough. Mm-hmm. And people should really uh, acknowledge certain things and not consider anything too menial to call it like a hobby or an interest or a job. You know what I'm saying? So you might have a bunch of hobbies, but you're just not acknowledging it. 
Like, sometimes I like to cook with new recipes and shit like that. Okay. You know, because I'm not, like, whipping it up like fucking, uh, I don't know, some insert famous chef here, Gordon Ramsay or something like <laughs> em- that. Emerald. Yeah, Emerald, by the way, that dude's restaurants in New Orleans is bananas. He wasn't accused of any of the Me Too stuff, was he? Somebody was. Uh, The dude from The Chew. Okay, cool. So Emerald's still safe? Yeah, I don't know who's safe. I ain't ain't giving Emerald a pass. I ain't giving nobody a pass. (laughs) (laughs) He said, nah, nigga, I'm not saying that. You're not going to get me on tape saying that shit. No way. But yeah, um, but yeah, uh, you know, there's certain things that you do that bring that that kind of brings you joy. It develops certain certain parts of your brain in certain ways. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you don't acknowledge that you're doing it. But maybe if you just acknowledge it, note note it, take a second to say that I'm doing this, be, be present in the moment, and it's bringing me joy. Maybe you could do some more of it. Yeah. You want know, to know something funny, too? I guess with the former position I had at work, I was listening to music 10 hours a day. You know what I mean? And then I, to the point I got tired of music and just started listening to podcasts, you know what I mean, to mix it up a little bit. Um, and now, you know, we're doing what I've done for like the past week or so. I haven't had the opportunity to listen to music. So what was happening before was I'd listen to music at work and then in my car, I'd listen to podcasts, you know what I mean? And I'd, it'd be straight like vocal audio. Uh, but now I'm driving to music again and I'm like, I, you kind of forget how, how purely fun that was before. You know what I'm saying? Like and, right. and it's things like that. It's the little little enjoyments of life. I was when you were talking about like people ask you what you're doing now and you having your your self worth wrapped up in that answer. It reminds me of that um, and I might be mispronouncing the name Brene Brown book that you gave me about imperfections. Um, the gifts of imperfections. Gifts of imperfections. Yeah, because it was like before I really read that book. It, everything felt like a competition, you know what I'm saying? Everything felt like, and I can see people that are big into social media, I'm not that big into it, but I can see people that are onto that kind of get caught up in the competition of life, and you got to remember that that comparison is the thief of joy, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't, if you was happy before that person asked you that question, you can't be like, oh, well, they're doing this now, I'm doing this now, steal, that, steal your joy, you know what I'm saying? And you got to, that book was big on a lot of that stuff, like just purely being content with yourself, not being stagnant, you know what I mean? Not being like, oh, all right, this I don't have to move forward in life, but more so being like, I'm not perfect and I still can love myself for it. So that's that's a cool book out there. Would you say the title of it was Keith? Uh, Gifts of Imperfection by Brene Brown. Gifts of Imperfection. Get a book cover if y'all buy the soft cover because the cover's a little soft looking. <laughs> but yeah, like, I mean it is it is soft. I didn't I don't know if there's a hard cover available. So don't read it on the train or nothing like that. But um, you know what I mean like it's, it's a cool book. But um, shit. Other than that, you heard any, any? You seen any new TV? You heard any new music? Well, it's the summer, so TV is winding down. Season of Atlanta's done. You know, fucking Homeland just finished, and okay. but I'm watching Billions though. Billions, I think it's probably towards the end of the season. Billions, Showtime. I'm heavy on Showtime right now. Okay. So my two big shows is um, Billions is huge with Paul Giamatti, and then uh, the show called It's I'm Dying Up Here. Oh, it's like comedians or something like that? Yeah, it's about the stand-up comedians just trying to do their thing. Is that on Prime? Nah, that's just on Showtime. Oh, okay. So what do you use for, like, a provider? You have uh, you have regular cable and shit like that? Yeah, I have cable, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I have a wife, so, you know, it's hard. A lot of things is hard, like things I could survive on. So mm-hmm. I could be, like, a minimalist, yeah. but it's hard to do that shit with a woman in the house. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could, like, shit that I could do, like, for instance, I wanted to go on a um like a guided group tour through Morocco, and I was like, "Yeah, you want to do it?" And but a part of it involved camping and shit, and I could do that shit. Like I could go a day or two without showering in, in hot weather, mm-hmm. 
But, you know, not everybody's into that shit. So, you know, I had to, we had to pick another vacation. But, um, the joys of marriage right there. Yeah, exactly. So how I got to Morocco from you asking me who's my cable provider, I don't know. But um, yeah, I got I got regular cable. Insecure, insecure, and uh, Ballers comes back in the summertime too, right? Yeah, that's right. Uh, is it July? I don't mm-hmm. know. I think it's end of June. Is it? Is it that soon? I gotta I gotta order uh, HBO Shit. In my package. Might even be in a week. Is it really? Nah, I can't. I, I gotta listen. Uh, we gotta I gotta confirm that. But yeah, it's coming very soon. Ballers, I, I stopped watching that show. I didn't watch the last season. Um, yeah, yeah. Ballers has that uh, everything works out in the end kind of entourage feel. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. You know, like if you like happy just... endings, kind of like, yeah. In- it was... Insecure is on another level. Yeah, Insecure is, I'm looking forward to what they do this season because, like, they really get into the deepness of human nature and shit like that. Like, shit that we all live through, no matter your color, gender, whatever, like, the the travails of romance and shit, like, the courting people, like, it goes through that shit. Ballers... It's accessible because people dream to be some of these people, but yeah, yeah. and they, it's just the same shit over and over. It's like Entourage. Entourage was another amazing show, but at a certain point, I was like, "Yeah, I think I know what this season's about." Yeah, yeah. I, I've, I've I, honestly, I think people like seeing shows where they're like nice, nice looking cars. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Beautiful women, good looking people. Like, like people like shows like that, and it's like, uh, it, it people, people also like when shit works out in the end. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, you know what the thing I like ballers for the the before I stopped watching it was that I could shut my brain off. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I feel you. Yeah, it's not hard. Ballers, I think, came on. Oh, did it come on the same? I'm trying to think if it came on after Game of Thrones, but it comes on later, right? And usually the one hour time slot that they have from like nine to ten, I think. Yeah, from nine to ten is usually like a more heavy show, mm-hmm. like True True Detective and shit like that. Like it's a heavier show. But once ballers come on, you could just shut your brain off and just watch breasts and cars. <laughs> breasts and cars. everywhere. The Rock hitting people. Yeah, The Rock <laughs> hitting people. The Rock hitting himself. The Rock hitting drugs. The Rock hitting coke. Like, it's nuts. They, uh, Insecure, I think, is coming back August 12th. Damn, so I was way off. Well, there you go. End of the summer. <laughs> yeah, it's all good, though. Uh, yeah, man, you heard the Kanye album? Yeah, I listened to it. I gave it like two listen throughs, but I haven't got, dug dig down into the nitty gritty, breaking down word by word. Mm-hmm. My first impression of it is like it's okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm 34 years old, so my mental image of Kanye and what made him great for me, he's no longer that. Yeah. So I'm I try when I listen to a Kanye album now, I have to listen to it a few times to really get its greatness. If there's any greatness there to be got. Mm-hmm. So um, the only album that was easy for me me to listen to, like um, recent Kanye, was the Dark Twisted Fantasy, whatever the yeah that, was that easy, album is. Easier listening is more hip hop. Right? That's so, easier listening yeah. exactly because that's like more towards the classic Kanye as far as the lyrics and the, the shit, the topics that he's hitting on and shit like that. But this one is um, I don't know. And then let's not, I can't not mention the fact that personally I just don't like that nigga anymore. Like he's just. How does like, how does that work for you? Because I'm able to separate it. I think I spoke about it with Nish on the other episode, but I'm able to separate the person from the art. So like, and maybe that's because I'm a DJ. I kind of like thrive off of their putting out music. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And so, but um, 
I don't get caught up in the WWF of it, like of learning what your favorite wrestler does in their free time type thing. Um, but but Kanye is a unique subject. So how do, how do you separate that, or or is that difficult for you to separate the person being maybe somebody you don't want to hang out with, but they make music that you like, or 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 even a Kanye situation that you once had like, so you hope you you don't know if they're gonna return to that former glory or not. Uh, this is the first. This is the first first artist I felt that way. I was like, man, because I guess maybe. No artist has had a transgression that's touched me as personally. I think Onish used for me. I think she asked the last episode, "Would I? Would I? Am I still supporting R. Kelly?" And my response was, "If R. Kelly makes a good enough song, you know what I mean." And uh, so, like, like R. So, you know what I mean? That type of thing. Like R. Kelly is that? Is, do you put that in the same boat? Um, I'll be honest. It didn't touch me as per. Like it didn't touch me as viscerally. So R. Kelly. I, I intellectually I can't support him. Intellectually I think he's a bad person. But when I when I hear somebody says R. Kelly and I think about what he did, mm-hmm. it's bad. And this is me intellectually talking to you, but I'm not burning up inside. Like it didn't connect with me like that. For some reason, Kanye, with the whole slavery is a choice and and all that kind of stuff, and the dragon animal and Trump and. Trump is cool as hell, just rocking. What's the, the dragon? The dragon animal? What's that? He said something like something very airy and spacey. Like it was uh-huh. like, yeah, you know, Trump is my Trump is cool. I don't know why y'all trashing him. Uh, me and him is like dragon brothers. Like you know, like the people who are Zen, they use these weird terms oh, like dragon brothers. Okay. Like they probably they like they, they, they kin spirits. Like yeah, it's, it's so, whatever. Animal. His spirit animal and shit. Yeah, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I botched a quote, but it was something to that effect, like spirit animal type shit. Okay. So basically, like, it's for, for some reason, how Kanye's been conducting himself, it's really struck a chord with me. I don't know. I just can't tell you why. But I will say, that Poopity Scoop beat was bananas. <laughs> so much so that I listened to all the Poopity Scoop stuff. It's not on the album, but... What is Poopy um, Scoop? I don't know. I don't, don't put me on. What is God that? damn, nigga. You call yourself a DJ? Nah, the, um, I, I don't the like joint. Kanye neither. <laughs> what you mean? <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's on Spotify. I was, I was um, pumped that I was like, wow, this shit is on Spotify. I thought it was just something he released on SoundCloud or something like that. But he got, um, you didn't hear the freestyle where he oh, just dropped it. He like kind of responded to T.I., that type, that one. He's talking about Trump or whatever. Like he, he don't mind supporting Trump. Nah, the Poopity Scoop thing is a song he made. He just made a beat, okay. and he just started scatting on a song. And scatting, oh. you know, like making sounds in his mouth, not like porn scat. Like, it, <laughs> <laughs> got to <gotta> specify. <laughs> but but he, you know, with regards to that, fun, oddly enough, he uses the word poop a lot in the song, so mm. if that means anything. But yeah, yeah I mean, I just... Check like, this out. Yeah, his antics is, is just not... I just ain't feeling it. And maybe because I grew up with him. Like, he started doing music right when I became an adult, or right when I was becoming an adult. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think he so, started... So, it, he, is this... Have the comments offended you? Or is it just like, oh, it's so yeah, stupid... It's offended me. ...that I don't feel... Okay. No, because no, some it's people are just like, me. this is stupid. Like, I can't support something that's stupid. You know what I mean? Some people are on that level, but you felt like personally like offended. Album or- no, like some people just like Kanye himself. Like, so, like, so go, the crowd that thinks Kanye is a douchebag for years, you know what I'm saying? Some people are just like, he's an asshole. I'm not listening to his music for that reason. But you're saying specifically his comments as of late have offended you. And you're like, nah. No, it's it. it's both. I mean, you could be both. Uh-huh. Like, maybe it's the the, the straw. Like, oh, okay. That broke you. a nigga's back. Yeah, yeah like yeah. that. Like the Taylor Swift thing, I think it was pretty offensive. Mm-hmm. And, um, 
You know what it is? Because people have been worse than him, but it's that I know him. Like, I know I've watched him. I'm like, yeah, high, I don't really like where this is going. Huh? You had higher hopes for him. You thought by this yeah. point in his career, he might, yeah, I, I got you, yeah. Kind of like that. Yeah, he was like a hero. He was yeah. like a hero to people who's, who's about my age. Like, we lost one. You know I mean? Yeah, exactly. No, I feel you. I checked out the album one time. I actually, if just giving it the one-time listen, liked it a little bit better on first listen than I've liked uh, uh, the past maybe two Kanye albums on first listen. Um, it's short, so that that it's not like, you know what I mean, as much to digest. Um, but upon first listen, I do like it. I'm going to give it another listen. I, I let a, a young lady hear it, and she had a couple songs that she liked on it. Um, the young lady, were you trying to impress her with some yay? <laughs> uh, I like giving people music. I I can't. I don't know how to explain that. Like I've always been one of the people that like putting people on the music. So like yo, you heard the new such and such, or I, you know, what I mean, it, like back in the day, oh, I'll burn you a CD, or I'll send you the the link. You know what I mean? Shit like that. So I I don't I get a kick out of just put like that's my joy in life to put people on the music, just to share music. But um, yeah, I guess yeah, I was trying. It, I guess I was trying to play, it, yeah. <laughs> play that new play that new Leon Bridges. Good thing for her. Get things sexy. <laughs> Get things burn, sexy. Uh, you gonna ch- burn you... some Yankee candle? <laughs> nah, nah. You gonna check out the uh, Kanye and Cudi album? Uh, I have it on my queue, but I haven't gave it a good listen yet. Okay, yeah, me neither. So I guess next episode we can talk on that. Um, and yeah, man, that's about it, right? I I don't lost what episode number we up to. <laughs> I'm gonna find out. You know what I mean? I'm gonna make the the cover art for you. Edit it in. Up. Yeah, I'm just editing, just like thirty something. <laughs> yeah. next episode we'll be back on track had a little hiatus we was all going through some transitional things shout out to miss perfect touch ao niche um she was in a car accident not too long ago so you know what i mean glad that god was on her side and everything worked out well uh for her so shout out to miss perfect touch she uh will be back soon and you got any shout outs on the uh instagram social media type that you want to put out there keith instagram me and my 35 you know how we do it uh, Underscore, get up right? on an acorn yeah, my bad. Me, me and my underscore thirty five. Uh, get up on that Acorn investment app. Oh, you up on Acorn? You be fuck with Acorns? I'm, I'm no, nah, I don't uh, fuck with Acorn. It's it's not for me, but I've yeah. read about it and I've spoken to people who've used it, and it sounds like uh something that that I can get behind. But um, at, at my for for my investment purposes, it doesn't fit my needs. I hear you, brother. Now I fuck with Acorns. I don't know. If, did I tell you that? I tell you I mess with Acorns? Yeah, you, you told oh, me. Okay, you yeah, said, yeah, yeah. Actually, you said you fuck with more than one than I. You fuck with Acorns and another Stash one. Stash, too. Stash, yeah. yeah. Stash is a cool one. So, yeah, I've been fucking with them. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with them. I'm, I'm getting my feet wet in the financial uh, investment market. Keith been talking on it for about a year and a half, so it's like, all right, I gotta do it now. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, shout out to, Ke- to Keith definitely for, for giving the hood financial uh, advice. <laughs> on like every single episode that we put out um you can catch me on instagram at plickapeezy p-l-i-c-c-a-p-e-e-z-y and um miss perfect touch at a-o niche check out on instagram also check out the podcast instagram at perfect talk radio we're available on apple Podcasts, google play music and soundcloud so check us out give us a like leave a review tell them what you think and uh i guess we up out of here keith Say goodbye to the people, man. Peace. Yeah, peace.